The following podcast is presented by Together Washington. Together Washington, we are seeking to build bridges across divides and tell the inspiring stories of those building the common good. If you'd like to support or get involved with Together Washington, go to togetherwashington.com. On the program today, we have Nancy Bacchus. She is the mayor of the great city of Auburn, one of the great South King County cities. And she has been a great mayor for a number of years, since 2014. And she's going to be with us on the program today. And we're going to be talking about Auburn's response to the homelessness um, crisis that we've been in here in our region for, for many years and Auburn has, is going to be trying a new approach. Uh, Mayor Backus has been part of the regional homeless collection of leaders for, for many years. We'll get into that. But they've been getting quite a bit of um, press, let's say, uh, about some of their new approaches that we're going to dive into. So we'll be on with Mayor Nancy Backus of the great city of Auburn. got Mayor Nancy Backus of the great city of Auburn with us today, and we're going to be talking about the homelessness crisis in our region that's, of course, been going on for uh, many years here, and she has been greatly involved with the regional uh, response. And so, Mayor Backus, it is great to have you. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, what a, what a joy to have you, and, and certainly uh, been tracking how things are going with the regional approach. Of course, the um, a, a new hire was just made to oversee the regional approach, and I'm sure you were you were a part of that, were you not? Yes, I was. Uh, Mark Jones is the new CEO, executive director, and so he just came on board. I think officially this week or last week. Okay, so I am uh, you know really eager to not only talk about you know, the regional approach, but also um, the approach of Auburn and what um, you are doing down there in the great city of Auburn uh, around homelessness and, and the crisis that we're all certainly in here in the region and, and really along the West Coast, many of the urban cities along the West Coast. Talk to us about, of course, there's been, you know, a, a lot of press here in the last couple of weeks about um, Auburn's approach. Uh, and of course, as as you now have been mayor for you know seven years, you're you're used to mm-hmm. both positive and sometimes critical press, right? That's just kind of how it goes, right? In in the business, so um, so That's talk right. to us about um, what Auburn is doing and the approach that you're taking right now. Sure, and and thank you for for asking. We're proud of the approach that we have in Auburn, and it it is considered uh, a comprehensive continuum of care approach. We, uh, the city of Auburn is the sole funder currently of our Ray of Hope Resource Center during the day, the Sundown Overnight Shelter at night. We are commencing community court at the end of this month. We, uh, I think one of the best things I've ever done is I hired Kent Hay as our homelessness outreach administrator just a little over a year ago. And Kent is out every day 
where individuals in our community are, whether it's in an encampment, it's on the trails, it's at a bus stop, wherever people are that are in need of services, Kent is there. And he's committed, as are we, because everyone in our community is a community member and we value everyone. And we, we believe in compassion, accountability, and community. And everyone has an opportunity for resources and services. And Kent's approach is a little bit of tough love, I guess you could call it, but he doesn't give up on people and neither do we. And so he'll go back time after time after time to work with someone, but, but the ordinance that city council passed a couple of weeks ago, a lot of our detractors are saying that we're trying to criminalize homelessness. And that's just not the case. If that were the only thing we were doing, if nothing else, but having that ordinance on the books, I would probably agree. But the fact is we walk alongside of people in our community and want them to get the help uh, we encourage people who are who are detractors to come work with Kent for a morning. Come see the work that he does, and then tell us you think that we're trying to criminalize homelessness. If we use that ordinance maybe once, maybe twice a year, I would be very surprised. And now that we have community court that's going to be operating at the end of this month, it's not a homeless court. It's a community court, so uh, I, I don't want that to get tied uh, tied into this, but anyone who might be arrested for criminal trespass would certainly have the ability to go through community court where those resources are available and you are held accountable to be a responsible member of our community. Why would then someone like the executive director of the Seattle King County Coalition on Homelessness who would say something like, hey, this piece of legislation is literally making criminal the condition of being too poor to have a home. Is, is it just a, a lack of understanding and knowledge? Is that what it is? Or is there something more there? Well, I, obviously, we, we have a little bit of a difference of opinion, uh, and I, I don't want to speak for them, but it's, it's not criminalizing homelessness. We do believe in compassion and accountability. And again, I would encourage anyone who who may question our motives to come out and work with Kent for a morning to see exactly what what's going on. And while I believe in a regional approach, I have always been an advocate for a sub-regional uh, process as well, because what I constantly say is what works in Auburn will not work in Seattle and what works in Seattle will not work in Bellevue. And so the the overall approach for the region through the King County Regional Homelessness Authority should be to end homelessness. But there's more than one approach because one approach is it, it can't be a one size fits all approach. And we're, we're kind of, um, we formulated some of our work uh, based on Redmond, where Kent was employed for a few years, and they've had the same ordinance in place, and they're not criminalizing homelessness there either. They very seldom have ever used the ordinance. It's a little bit of – sometimes it's a motivator. It, 
some people call it the stick. I, I wouldn't call it a stick uh, because it's not intended to be punitive. It's intended to encourage people uh, who may be uh, less than willing to to work on getting services. Uh, it encourages them to try and work with us uh, to bring them inside, which is not an easy task because someone who uh, – who is chronically homeless, who has been outside for years, is not going to want to go inside quickly and easily. And that might be hard for us to understand because I know that if, if I were homeless, I would welcome the opportunity to come inside quickly. But when you've been chronically homeless, we've institutionalized homelessness, and, and that's what these individuals are used to. And so it's it's not this, oh, gosh, thank you for saving me. Yes, I want to be inside. It is a challenging process to work with an individual, walk alongside them to, to get them to a point of being comfortable. Kent has even, uh, just since the beginning of this year, I think he's, he's been able to house, I think, close to 25 individuals. Uh, but not all of them sleep in their apartments or their houses every night. He's worked with them to say, look, I know that you're not ready to be inside full time, but get the keys, know that you have a safe place to be, know that you can take a shower, wash your clothes. And if you still have to sleep outside a couple nights a week or more, then let's work on that. So it, he really, really does walk alongside every person that he's working with. Mayor, I, I sure appreciate just your, your thoughtfulness, uh, your courage. And, you know, this is one area, you know, I'll, I'll certainly, you know, just I, I don't always just kind of get on my, um, you know, commentary, um, you know, pulpit and, and talk about, you know, all my thoughts on everything. I like to actually just have guests and, and have them share where they're at, and where they're coming from, no matter where that is. But one of the things that, you know, and, and you mentioned this, is that, you know, as, and I've worked with, you know, folks in and out of homelessness for a number of years, uh, both at you know, Union Gospel Mission and and the work I've been doing at Friends of Denny Park. And, and the thing that I think is, gets overlooked and you, and you brought it up and mentioned it is that there's sometimes different definitions that we run off of. And when, if you or someone else uses the word like, hey, we just need some accountability or, you know, those kind of things, that means something to someone else and it might mean something different to me. And but the reality yeah, is, right. is that um, we, number one, every single my belief is my every single human needs some level of accountability. Right. I mean, we're just. We yeah. all we all need it's, that to some degree, to that. right? Like yeah. if, if none of us had any accountability in any in in our family, in our job, or anything like that, right? Like we would just be, there, things would not look the way they do in our society right now, right? Like we all need that, and Correct. and in particular, you know, I think when when someone is is really struggling with mental health or struggling with addiction. Like even more so, we need to lovingly come in and and help make good decisions for them that they just simply are not able to make for themselves. And and when you're when you're 
someone who has, and I've had, you know, friends and family members who have been, you know, have had severe addiction or severe mental illness, Mm -hmm. they really need someone to come outside of themselves and make decisions for them. Is that what you're seeing, Mayor? Yes, yes, absolutely. And walk alongside them. I mean, for us, sometimes, you know how frustrated you get when, when you're making a phone call and it's push this number and and if you're having this issue, push this number and please hold. And it's frustrating for us, but for someone who who is going through some mental health crisis, you we get one chance with them to to do this right and to to show care and compassion. And uh, Kent walks alongside them. As I said, there's one woman and her five children that he was finally able to convince to go inside five children that were living out in an encampment between the ages of five and 13. And she, she still sleeps outside a few nights a week, but her children are safe inside. And Kent will call her and say, Hey, it's the first day of the month. Have you paid your rent? No. He will go with her to pay her rent to help her get into a routine that she's been out of for so long. There, unfortunately, sometimes when a person is able to be put into housing or they find housing, our nonprofits mean well, and I know they do some great work, but so many of them, once you're in housing, their services end. And that is when we really need to love on people and, and help them through this path. Otherwise, they're going to be right out again, and and it will be a revolving door. And that's the last thing that we want. And we in Auburn believe that individuals who are experiencing homelessness deserve more than a blanket and a sandwich. Mm. Because when you give someone that, what you're telling them is that's the best they can hope for. Mm. We're, We're going to give you a blanket or a tent and a sandwich and that's the best you can expect. We're talking that's to not right. We're talking to Mayor Nancy Backus of Auburn. Got a great program today. So glad you're with us. Mayor Nancy Backus, the mayor of the great city of Auburn, is with us today. And uh, she has been doing great things as the mayor since 2014. And what a great run and has been part of the King County regional response to homelessness. And, Mayor, I wanted to ask you, you know, with uh, what you're doing in Auburn with with the ordinance and how is that, you know, kind of integrating with the, the greater or does it even integrate at all with kind of the greater King County response and, and what that is going to mean moving forward? Is there any way that that integrates? Well, I I think it can, Tim. And and what Mark Jones, uh, he was asked a question more, I believe, around Compassion Seattle, the ballot measure. But uh, they were were very good at saying, we will work within the confines of whatever laws are in place. And and I believe, I I believe them. I, I want Mark to succeed. There is no good reason that I would want Mark to not succeed in this role because we need to help our fellow man. We we need to find ways that we can bring people inside. We can find compassionate accountability 
bring everyone in as part of our community. And our approach isn't going to work everywhere. I would be, I would be foolish to think that it's a one size fits all approach. I, I know that it's worked well in Redmond. It's worked well for us in Auburn and, and we're not trying to criminalize anyone. We are wanting people to work with us to provide them with the services that let's not forget our taxpayers are already paying for these services. Uh, So we want them to be utilized. We want the money to be well spent. Do you see some with with the, you mentioned compassion Seattle. We've talked about that. We've had, you know, Tim Burgess, John Scholes talking about that on the show. Um, Do you, that must be in, in some ways, um, a good thing in terms of what you're seeing down in Auburn, that there's a movement of not only um, kind of civic leaders, but a lot of social service providers, right? You've got, uh, I think, Plymouth and Chief Seattle Club and a, and a handful of others who are coming together uh, to to actually say, hey, you know, we got to relook at this. And is what, what are your thoughts about that? Is that is that an encouraging approach for you? It is. And, you know, uh, I hear a lot about evidence-based outcomes, and we have to make sure we're using evidence-based outcomes. But I will challenge that some of the current outcomes are not favorable. And unless we try something different, how are we ever going to find out any new evidence-based outcomes? I, I think that we are always, we always need to be looking at what has worked and let's not continue to do something that hasn't worked. Let's not spend hard-earned dollars on something that isn't working. And let's try something different. Uh, let's let's do some out-of-the-box thinking, or let's do some thoughtful, compassionate thinking, and and bring people inside, provide them with the services that they need. Many of them have uh, behavioral health challenges, and. You know, whether that is the reason that they are unsheltered or if the behavioral health issues are stemming from being unsheltered, it's hard to it's hard to know. But we do know that homelessness is a symptom right, of of an underlying factor. And there are numerous underlying factors. I was uh, one of the co-convener co-conveners along with Mayor Durkin and uh, King County Executive Constantine for one table, which was to look at what are the upstream issues? What are the root causes of homelessness? And let's try and prevent those. And we still need to work on that. What What are the problems that are causing individuals to become homeless? Is it lack of education? We know that the foster care system, many of our young people age out of foster care uh, at 18, and they may not even be done with high school at that point in time, but they may be put out on the street because the funding is no longer available for them to be uh, put with a foster family. And, And things like that are just tragic, and we're setting people up for failure. And if there's a way that we can that we can prevent that, that's where we should focus some of our attention. And I think that there's something that gets missed a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, we had on Mike Johnson, who's the CEO of Yakima's Union Gospel Mission, who used to be a program director here in Seattle. Um, and we talked a little bit about how one missing 
piece that doesn't get talked about is is the community piece or the relationship piece that um, and and over the years that I as I worked with uh, folks who've been uh, struggling with substance abuse, uh, coming out of uh, shelters and going through programs, the the ones that I've seen be the most successful, get back on their feet, get you know get jobs, and are those that are in some form of community. Like there there's people around them, there's friends around them, there's there's something that's been formed that allows them to con- and go kind of going back to the accountability piece, right? I mean that's when you're in relationship with people, they they love you and they want to see your best, and and at times they're gonna you know, say that those are bad decisions you're making. Let's, we can do better than that. And I don't really hear that talked about much in the conversation today around how, how important community is in helping people get back on their feet again. Well, it it absolutely is. That's why early on I said we have compassion, accountability, and community. Mm. Those three, those three things have to coexist. Right. And, um, we want people in our community to succeed and it does, uh, you know, to take the quote, it does take a village, but we're, and we're in Auburn, we're working with our faith-based community on how can they be more involved? You know, the city has taken a lead and a funding lead, but our faith-based community can do some amazing things. And so we meet with them on a monthly basis to talk about, what can what can they do to help? Um, they all want to help, but nobody wants to nobody wants to be part of the problem, right? They don't want to make the problem worse. And when we explained about the the good intentions of making sandwiches and distributing them in the park, it's it's a nice gesture, but it leaves individuals in the park with no resources. Yeah. So uh, we we want to be more intentional in our work, and you know, we're we're talking to some of our larger churches about perhaps being safe a safe parking site, safe can uh, safe overnight parking site. But even with that, the intent would be this is not your permanent home. You will be welcomed into this safe parking lot while we're working on getting you out of the situation that you're in. Mm. The focus is always going to be on how can we get you safely inside and provide you with those services, that continuum of care. It's going to allow you to be successful. Yeah, that's good. Hey, Mayor, what are your thoughts on, you know, there's been a, around the, the tax to the sales tax to bring in more, um, units for folks who are chronically homeless. I know last, late last year, a number of kind of South King County cities kind of didn't didn't necessarily pull out, but but they had that loophole where they could take advantage of that new state law, allowing the local governments to levy the sales tax um, themselves rather right. than the county. And so you had, I think, right. Renton, Issaquah, Snoqualmie, Covington, I think Kent as well. Kent. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I mean, what what are your thoughts they, on that? So that was for House Bill 1590. Auburn did not choose to do that. Um, we, um, we are working with King County. I think the approach is a good one as long as it is, as long as it is coordinated well within each city where 
uh, King County may be purchasing a hotel. We're working with King County right now, and the discussions are centering around an Auburn first approach. Uh, There were some unfortunate instances last uh, beginning of the pandemic with a hotel in Kent and a hotel in Renton where uh, there were people brought in from Seattle to ensure non-congregate shelter to keep people uh, safe during the pandemic. And I, I think there some of the cities that decided to uh, assess their own one-tenth of one percent sales tax were fearful of having that duplicated in their cities. And so we've been working with King County, and they have they have committed to showing up differently in these conversations than in that initial approach for a different reason. And so if we can get an Auburn first approach to where we're not bringing people in from all over our county to Auburn, but we are truly focusing on the well-being of our community, then we are willing to to have King County purchase, uh, whether it's a hotel or or other housing in our community, and make sure that there is that continuum of care, that there are 24-7 resources available to individuals who might be able to take advantage of that permanent supportive housing or transitional housing. Uh, we We are supportive of that, but it has to be the right thing for our community, and I'm not willing to settle for anything less than that. Mayor, it's been a pleasure to have you with us. And I'll tell you, you recently announced that you are uh, launching your uh, re-election campaign and going for your third round as mayor of Auburn. That That is exciting. Correct. And tell us about that, because I know um, last round you had uh, said, I don't know if I, this might be it for me. But what changed your mind? Well, you know, in in the throes of a campaign and you're exhausted and your family has taken some hits uh, because you have an opponent that uh, likes to challenge your integrity on a daily basis, you you kind of wonder if if while you love the work, if it's really fair to your family to do that again. And I had to think long and hard about that and, and talk with my family a lot uh, because I still love the work. I absolutely love the work. I, I feel blessed every day that that I get to come and and work for our community. And so after after a lot of soul searching and discussion with my family and friends, we decided that one more term would be good. I at this point I believe that in the middle of a pandemic, you need someone who is not going to be uh, having on-the-job training. This this job is not for the faint of heart. And I'm just not ready to be done yet. There's still more to do. We have, we have so many opportunities uh, for the bumps, the bruises, and the beauty of Auburn. Hmm. Well, you have uh, you, you've certainly gotten, you know, good, good marks from uh, your constituents. So do you foresee a, a, a big challenge? Do you, has any challengers kind of thrown their names into the hat at this point? Not yet. I'm going to knock on wood in my, in my house here. Um, <laughs> so far, so good. Um, I, I never take that for granted. We will assume that we'll have an opponent and 
be incredibly thankful if we don't so that we can just focus on the work at hand. Yeah. So what's what's the vision then for this campaign? Uh, what 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 do you uh, what does it look like for you? What does Auburn look like? Um, what are the things you're going to be running on? Yeah, so there's a lot of it is, is similar, right? Affordable housing, especially right now, the the housing market is insane. So we want to ensure that we have affordable housing and that the affordable housing in Auburn, uh, there is preservation of that. And working, just working with our community on the issues that come up, we have uh, the businesses in our community have been hit hard over the last year. We have 300 business licenses that were not renewed. We don't know if that's all from the pandemic or a number of reasons, because when they don't renew, a lot of times we, we have no further contact with them. But, you know, some of that has to be due to COVID. And so we want to make sure that we're providing the economic development for our community, that we have good, safe and healthy parks and the homelessness uh, initiatives there's still so much work to be done and uh, that's those are my focuses along with police reforms i think we have a, a great police department but but we know there are always things that can be done better our uh, we put together a police advisory committee last late last year that meets on a monthly basis and it's probably the most diverse committee that we have in the entire city and so i'm i'm excited by the work that they're doing outreach in the community as well as providing our police department with with ideas on on how to better uh, communicate with the community how to how to build that trust in our communities of color and with everyone in the in the community so how can how can that be a bad thing? There's mm. just so much work to be done, and sleep is highly overrated. <laughs> uh, are you one of those that you know? There's some people who are like, ah, I need I need seven, I need six, I need eight, like, or or they can just function on three hours of sleep. Where where, where do you fall on that spectrum? <laughs> I used I used to fall in the the four hours of sleep category, but um, about ten years ago had. Uh, suffered a bad case of salmonella when I was traveling in Poland. And so I require a little bit more sleep than that now, but I, I probably function most of the time on five and a half or six hours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I need, I need seven mayor. I need a good seven. Seven is good. <laughs> seven is good. That's a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you seeing? I mean, I, I feel like it's every week or so I, I read an article about, how you know in South King County in particular? I mean, just there's so many. There's that migration that's happening, say from Seattle, uh, trying you know mm-hmm. with, with as you mentioned housing prices and affordability and things like that. What are you seeing down in Auburn? Are, are you seeing um, that at a at a weekly level where the the population is is growing substantially? And what what are you seeing down there? We do. We see that uh, when we get the the real estate excise tax reports on a monthly basis, we see that there are a number of of houses that are being purchased. Uh, the the pricing. Uh, I I don't know how uh, a young a young person just starting out could afford a new home. Certainly not a new home, but there's still some homes that we consider affordable in Auburn, and we're always looking for 
for opportunities to partner with development companies that that may want to do some housing for that for that 30 to 50 percent of area median income. Uh, that is an area that is woefully underserved, I believe. And you know, even our teachers, uh, teachers are considered at the lower end of the area median income. And how sad that would be if teachers who are teaching our students can't even afford to live in the community where they teach. Mm. There's they're a tremendous, tremendously important, and we want to make sure that. Everyone who wants to live in Auburn, and I don't know anybody that wouldn't, uh, could could live here, right, and, and find affordability and so that we have a spectrum of products available from, from um, you know, the, the lower affordability all the way up to the, to the grander homes. Mm, wow. Well, Mayor, before we, you know, finish our time here, I love to ask, you know, our guests kind of a final question and and it's how do you want to be remembered? And I'll pose that in the context of your role as mayor of Auburn. When you're, you know, after, you know, this next uh, third term is over um, mm-hmm. and you look back on, on your three terms, how, how do you want to be remembered? Well, I, I, hopefully uh, that we have accomplished a lot of great things for our community. And I, I don't have an ego that, that thinks that somebody else can't do the job, but I will tell you that I don't know of anyone who loves our city more. And maybe that's the best way for me to be remembered is that I loved our city so much that I was willing to fight, uh, fight for what we believe in. Mm. I love that. Mayor Nancy Backus, mayor of Auburn, the first woman mayor in the history of Auburn going back to 1891. That's got to be, that's pretty special, huh? I was very proud of that. Yes. Um, Very, very proud of that fact, but we didn't focus on that because there's work to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, appreciate what you're doing down in Auburn and hopefully we can have you on the program again. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you very, very much. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. Mayor Nancy Backus of Auburn.